35 in Lynchburg, 35 in Roanoke, and 35 in Danville. It is 8.06. Janet Rose not feeling well today. She texted me around 3.46 this morning saying, Mark, I'm sick as a dog. I, I'm just not going to make it. And so uh, say a little prayer for her that she'll feel better and, you know, just be back with us tomorrow. I, I you know, just sitting here by myself now in this in this 8 o'clock hour, I'm just, I'm just, just, I'm just fine, kind of feeling it. I did on my own, alone again, naturally. Sing it, Gilbert. Alone again, naturally. Gilbert O'Sullivan on the Morning Jam 806. <laughs> anyway, so I hope you're doing well. We'll, we'll pray Janet back here uh, to get with us uh, soon. So we've uh, we've had an interesting program. We've had some great interviews. Marco Galbraith joined us in the first hour. We talked about that situation in Lynchburg and how you can actually take a firearm to another city through the airport when you're flying. He explains that. We'll have that on our SoundCloud page a little bit later. Just go to SoundCloud, type in the morning jam on VTRN. All of our shows will pop up along with the content. It also is found now on Spotify, Google, Apple, and iHeart. You can hear the morning jam on all those podcast platforms. So uh, it's been interesting with this whole Trump situation, with whether he's going to be on the ballot or not. We've got a couple states that are fighting it right now Colorado and Maine, uh, several states kind of like sitting back waiting what's going to happen here i think the you know the supreme court needs to check in pretty quickly to stop this silliness you know they're 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 convicting him of insurrection when there is yet to be a charge laid against him for insurrection the fbi concluded oh let's see i remember they said it wasn't an insurrection because later that day after the, now I would say it was a, a protest that got out of hand. Someone called a riot. Okay, I'll even give you a riot. But it was no insurrection. Later that day, the election was certified. And it was delayed by several hours, obviously. The liberals have been able to play the January 6th. I wish it wouldn't have happened. I mean, I really wish the whole mess wouldn't have happened. They would have found something else. You know, Trump put on one blue sock and one, you know, black sock one day, and now we're going to uh, use the 14th Amendment against him because of that. That's how ridiculous this has gotten. But but Trump is working behind the scenes to ensure that some of this silliness, Now I heard this one, did not know this was even going on. He's working with the states. Megan Kelly talked about this yesterday. We're going to uh, play a clip here. See what you think about this. The New York Times' The Daily podcast did a very interesting deep dive on the plan ahead for the next year. For Trump, the Republicans actually was a very interesting dive into what Trump has been doing with state party leaders to secure this nomination early when it comes to delegates, long before he has to sit for a trial, so that if he is convicted, he'll already have the delegates necessary for the nomination. If you listen to Maggie Haberman laid out uh, with Michael Barbaro on the on the yesterday's podcast, it was good. Um, he's been working hard to make sure all these state party leaders are changing the rules right now to inure to Trump's benefit so he can round them up good and early. And then the Republicans are stuck with Trump. 
there's no there there won't be any switching him out at the convention by which point he may have been convicted and the democrats are banking on these independents and these sort of softer republicans just not being able to pull the lever for someone who's been convicted of a felony now two points i want to make with that that goes back to what i said listen to other voices megan kelly smart lady has a very successful podcast listens to the new york times podcast that's where she got this information now i'm sure the new york times no conservative paper by any stretch but i'm sure that they were using this as a warning that trump is going to still be on the ballot he is securing these delegates behind the scenes well that's that's when getting good information from a source that you would not consider to be let's say accurate at all times the new york times you know the paper of record i think it was what it was used to be called but anyway she makes the point that trump is trump is working behind the scenes and he's working hard to make sure that these delegates can be secured before some of the silliness because he sees the handwriting on the wall i mean you don't think trump i mean his lawyers are handling it but this guy is i'm sure brief between every event that he's holding every rally that he's holding and sometimes he lets a little of that information leak out you know it's you call it a guitar riff he has uh, you have uh, political and speech riffs too and he kind of riffs with the crowd and sort of tests some of this information out and if it gets a good reaction in let's say des moines well when he's in kansas city He's going to use the same thing to see if, hey, it worked there. Let's see if it works here. And, it, you know, he is he is a uh, he's a smart man. And he is. Let's face it, he's a politician. He's the former president of the United States. So he had to learn the political game, which was different than the game that he would be used to playing. Of course, he was, you know, the apprentice, the TV show, very successful. I'm sure they're not running those reruns, you know, because it's Trump. But anyway, he understands how the media works. He did what Rush used to do. He would do a uh, media tweak, Rush called it. Rush would put out an absurd statement. He, he would even set it up saying, well, this is the media tweak of the day. And then tweak, tweak it. And then, the, you know, those you know, media matters and those type of people that try to put people like Rush and Glenn Beck out of business, Sean Hannity and so forth, um, they would they would play the tweak and we all knew it was a tweak trump does the same thing now sometimes he gets he gets um well let's just say the outcome isn't what he thought it might be but he understands the media and he knows how it works and he knows more and more how the political system works so i'm actually glad that he is working these behind the scenes situations with the different states to secure these delegates because that you know at the end of the day at the convention it's the delegates you know, that can make you or break you. Now, in the Democratic sphere, they have what's called superdelegates. I don't know a lot about them, but they're different. And the superdelegates can come in and make some sweeping changes, even though the delegates have chosen one person or another. Superdelegates, as I understand it, you can correct me if I'm wrong, can come in and say, well, you know, that was nice. And I'm glad you participated in our little test of democracy within the Democratic Party. But no. 
And some people think this is what's going to happen to Joe Biden. He will be overrun, possibly by superdelegates that know, sorry, we can't <clears throat> we can't push this guy out onto the stage for another four years. As a matter of fact, we need to just make sure this thing ends this summer. Give him some kind of a, you know, golden uh, watch for being a good, solid Democrat, helping push the leftist agenda even further to the left that I even think Joe wanted to take it, but he just wanted to be president. That's all he wanted, and I think his wife, just after watching and observing her, she really likes being first lady. Otherwise, why would you allow your husband to be out there at such a high-level job? I mean, the most pressure that anyone in the world could have is to be the president of this country and yet not have all your capacity uh, just because of age and other things that have come into play. We've seen how this job turns people gray. Look at Obama when he got there. Look at Obama when he left. Jimmy Carter and others, Bill Clinton, even George W. had to deal with a lot with 9-11. So, you know, I don't, I'm, I'm, I am going more in the direction that I don't think Joe Biden will be the nominee. And there is a myriad of reasons why I don't think that is going to happen. And they're in a real pickle with the second in line because we heard from the intro of our show where, you know, she's missing in action most of the time. And when they put her out there, you know, they invented a whole new phrase, word salads. Never heard that before Kamala Harris. I probably did some word salads. Probably should eat more salads after the way I ate over the Christmas holiday. But, you know, they, they created a term for her. So, uh, you know, I'll, I'll be curious to see if that happens. If, if, if Joe is the nominee, I think some way they've got to push Kamala out with Joe. They both need to go. So because it's not I don't believe it's viable. I think the American people have seen through this whole charade, which has been the Biden administration, you know, the last uh, three and a half years. It's 816 here on the Morning Jam. Thanks for listening with us. Janet uh, is not feeling well today. We'll say a prayer for her, and uh, hopefully she'll be back tomorrow. It's the rebirth of Common Sense Talk Radio. Common Sense Talk Radio. We are the Morning Jam. Life Hack Thursday on the Morning Jam. Morning Jam. You thought I forgot. Been a little bit busy today, but <laughs> we're going to get a life hack or two in here. Janet usually does a really great job of these. She's not here with us today. She mentioned the one the other day about putting a, you know, like a bow around your handle for your luggage. That way it sort of jumps out at you when you're you know when you're traveling you want to make sure that your suitcase a lot of suitcases look the same here's one you want to keep that front door from latching simple way to fix that is take a you know pretty strong rubber band and run the rubber band around you know the knob 
back and forth, of course, disengage the, the knob itself, push it in, or, you know, the, the, the uh, what do they call that? The bolt part, I guess. And uh, use the rubber band to keep the, uh, the thing engaged so you can open your door and close it without it latching. Sometimes you need that, especially when you're coming in with groceries or whatever, especially if your door is like on a, you know, it's got one of those closers on it. How about this one? Is your house smelling not so good? You can place it over a, um, you can take a dryer pad, a dryer sheet, and put it over, like tape it onto a fan and let it blow through there. That'll make your room smell a little bit better. I like this as my favorite one, actually, because I watch, you know, a fair amount of things on my phone. Take a simple pair of sunglasses. You close them. Face the sunglasses away from you and open up slightly the arms or the sides of the sunglasses and set your phone in there. It gives it about a 35 degree angle using your sunglasses as a cell phone holder so you can watch videos. One of the other things you can try if you, you know, want to be able to walk with your your shoes, let's just say they're cloth. This works good with on how to waterproof your cloth shoes. Beeswax. Now, it's going to look a little bit interesting, but you can work it in pretty hard. That'll work it into those little pores, and then you can waterproof your shoes so it doesn't you know, ruin the fabric or whatever. So there's just a couple, couple of things that you can do just on this Life Hack Thursday. 866 you're on the morning jam. Good morning. Good morning there to you. Well, speaking of life hack, if most restaurants would go back to having napkin dispensers on the table, <laughs> brother, you that, hold your cell phone up uh, <laughs> when, when, you look, when you're looking at things. But there's, there's a few restaurants, they still haven't got back with the program, and they only have like one gigantic, long napkin dispenser that you got to. You got to drag out like about thirty-seven napkins and drag it to, to the table. And I've heard, I've heard some people. I mean, I mean, their buddies just they just give them a hard time for dragging all those napkins. But when when the meal's all said and done, all thirty-seven of them have been used. So I, well, that's true. I understand that. Well, yeah, I hear. But, yeah. uh, I got. Go ahead. <laughs> well, Go ahead. if you eat at Jersey Mike's and you get it, Mike's and, and you get it, Mike's way, you're, right, you're right, going right, to have right. you're, you're going to have a mess. And so it takes up to 37 napkins, I've been told, to mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. just be able to keep the table clean and keep your, you know, your your entry area, sure. your mouth uh, from mm-hmm. dripping off of your chin. So uh, that's right. <laughs> that's right. that's helpful for sure. <laughs> that, that's for sure. Yep, that is for sure there. But uh, I've got a life hack. It's it's uh, it, it saved both of us quite a bit, though. But uh, have you ever? Have you yourself or have you known anybody that's ever locked their keys in their car? Yes. Done it a time okay. or two, unfortunately. Okay. So to, to save yourself a boatload of money from either, A, having to call somebody to bring you the extra set of keys, and they may be for a half hour out, uh, or a locksmith, um, what, what, uh, what's been done is that you take, take your extra key, and first of all, wrap it in tin foil. 
because that will keep all the salt and yeah. the road grind. You don't want that. Into, yeah, you don't want that getting into the tumblers. Correct. Yeah, you don't want that getting into the into the the, the lands and grooves of your key. Mm-hmm. And then, secondly, uh, I know it's a hassle, uh, but these magnetic things they don't work. They 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 lose their 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 magnetic ability and they fall off as gone. Wow. But what I would do is that take you know, you have to go underneath your car and hopefully. There's a place where you can hide a zip tie with uh, your key, uh-huh. and and you and you zip tie because there's there's going to be a hole in the key, and you just zip tie it, and the only thing that you're going to have to have is a good strong pocket knife to where you can slide the knife into the zip tie, and then you just turn it uh, uh-huh. to where the blade side is, and it'll 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 pop that zip tie, and you'll be good to go. Uh, so, um, I did that for my wife one time, this was back in Georgia mm-hmm. and she left her keys in the, in her vehicle. And when it came time to get back in there, it was pouring down oh, rain. Oh boy. Yeah. And, 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 uh, so this, this, this good buddy, he went down in there and he, he popped that thing off and he got up and he said, ma'am. Your husband really put that thing on there good. She goes, I'll be sure to tell him that. <laughs> now, I got to ask you, uh, one or two tie straps? Oh, just just one. Yeah, don't even tell her about two. My gosh, I'll never hear the end of it. <laughs> just one, and, you know, uh, you keep it out of sight, and it's it's uh, it's probably a good sure bet that nobody's going to mess with it. Yeah. Because it takes too much effort. Sure, um, sure. But, yeah, well, you know, criminals... You know, fortunately for us, they go to the path of least resistance usually. Right. And that's that's yep. why they're checking doors at the mall, and if it unlocks, fine. If it doesn't, you move on to the next one. Right, right. Or, or where I live, I keep my doors locked, uh, not because of criminals, but because of bears. Right. Uh, right. <laughs> if, if you leave, if you leave a, a peanut in there, a cashew, right, something like that, that can play from your trail mix. They'll smell that, and uh, they'll 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 rip apart a car, or they'll try the door handle uh, to see at the door. I mean, these guys are smart. Yeah, yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. But uh, I know I got just a few minutes here. But the thing about Trump is that yes, I'm going to vote for him. Yes, mm-hmm. I I I am hoping that that he could win this. Uh, it's not Trump. It's just the 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 condition of our country. It's the condition of people. Um, and that's what really just, it doesn't bother me, uh, cause I know, I know where the ship is ultimately heading. I mean, the Lord Jesus is going to be coming back here soon. Yeah. Uh, it, it just doesn't surprise you anymore. And, sure. uh, I, I don't know. I know what the answer is, you know, but, uh, we'll, we're just going to have to wait and see and, and, and occupy and don't, don't lose faith. Right. That's, that's what you bring. So, um, Absolutely. What do you think? Yeah, well, I mean, I, I agree with you, and and we have to know what we believe and why we believe it because I think our 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 gut, our faith, our everything about us could be potentially mm-hmm. tested. It's tested every year to some extent, but I I think it's going to be a little bit different this year um, because right. I think I think the and, and what I don't know if you heard the interview with my brother. You know, he he basically said, "Don't don't think this stuff." 
doesn't happen without a purpose behind it. You know, right. politicians do this stuff for a reason. And those that right. are trying to stoke the fires are doing it for a reason. And, yeah. you know, it's just not all happenstance. You know, right. I, I right. so we have to have our, you know, we have to have our thinking cap on, I think, more so this year. Because I think certain deceptions, among other things, are going to try to sway people. And we have to, you know, lovingly be able to say, hey, you may want to check that because uh, right. I don't think that's true. Well, when the when the left hand is doing these certain types of motions and gyrations, mm-hmm. I think maybe we need to ask ourselves, all right, well, where's the right hand at? What's it doing? Right. Uh, because they're, they're trying to take your attention from the, you know, from the right hand, which is really going on, and, and shift it over to the left. So you... You got to watch both of it, and that's where that's where you really got to be putting your thinking cap on. And and every time they say something, don't take everything at face value. Right. You know. Right. Uh, and and see you know what they're really up to. Uh, Absolutely. You just don't trust. Them. So, um, all right, brother. We'll cheer you. Have yourself a good day, and we'll talk to you later. I hope uh, Miss Janet gets gets back on her feet. Yeah, yeah, that's what we're praying for. Thanks for the call, Kevin. Appreciate it. It is 831 here on the program. We have another life hack. This next one is, uh, well, this is something that I would certainly try. I will explain it to you uh, coming up here in just a little bit. It's the morning jam, January 4, just four days into the new year. Hopefully it's going well. Today is National Weigh-In Day. I think I may do that when I get home. Either that or I'll take a nap. CBS News is next. CBS News Brief. Come over here and push a button. If if someone, my wife and I say for years to repave our driveway. And she, uh, I'm sorry. Uh she would come out with guns a-blazing, I'm, I'm afraid. If someone tried to rip up our asphalt driveway that it took us 10 years to save the money for. I'm just, I'm, I'm just amazed. I don't, you know, this is still under investigation. Why would somebody take it up? What would you do with it? I mean, you can't really do anything with it. You have to break it up unless they were going to come in and pour her another driveway and then try to charge her for it. That's just one of the most bizarre stories uh, that I've heard in a while. And, of course, it comes from my home state of Florida where strangeness is an everyday occurrence. Well, the Roanoke Gun Violence Prevention Commission has received millions of dollars to address the gun violence in the city of Roanoke. Of course, they have a new a new sheriff, so to speak, in town, new chief of uh, police, came from Danville to try to help solve some of those problems. Commission leaders presented an end-of-the-year report to Roanoke City uh, the other night amid rising homicides in the city. The commission's report to Roanoke City Council outlined how the grant funding was allocated in the last year and what the commission plans to do with the funds. This year's end-of-year report comes after Roanoke City requested an audit of the commission 
over concerns about funding. The commission received the grant funding from several agencies, including the Department of Criminal Justice, awarded uh, the Gun Violence Commission $25,000. Roanoke Assistant Manager explained Roanoke's Youth and Gang Violence Prevention Team received $300,000. Those funds went to continue to fund the two youth and gang violence prevention outreach programs. The department recently awarded the commission $223,000 for the creation of another position. The funding for this opportunity is to hire firearm violence intervention prevention coordinator and some administrative funds to work with investigative techniques training with the Roanoke City police officers. So we'll wait and see. That's a lot of money. Hopefully it's going to go in the right places and that, you know, the new chief of police will be able to tamp down. I know he did a great job. I believe his last name is Booth, if I'm not mistaken. Forgive me. He'll be able to tamp down by, you know, maybe restructuring some of the way they do things. He did a great job in Danville. Therefore, he is now in Roanoke. Protectors and Paws officers, a new place for people to shop. It's the thrift store in Giles County. The thrift store merchandise is all donated, and the dollars spent in the store go right back into the community. When someone checks out, they go to choose where they want the money to go, to support a local volunteer fire or EMS workers, or to get animals spayed and neutered at local shelters. This is, a, this is a great idea. I mean, can you imagine going paying? We'll say, I want the money. Well, I want half of it to go to this group and half of it to go to that group. If you want more information, their Facebook page is Facebook forward slash protectors and the letter N, pause. Or you can call them 540-922-8036. Janet Rose not here today. I want to thank those that have uh, called in and those that we did some interviews with, Marco Galbraith and our own Bill Trefiro from Roanoke Desk for the Virginia Talk Radio Network. Got to talk to him. Was able to talk to my brother Jim in the 7 o'clock hour. All those will be uploaded to our SoundCloud page. Go to SoundCloud. Type in the Morning Jam on VTRN. Also, you can go to places like Spotify, Google, Apple, and iHeart. To catch any part of the show, including things like interviews, Janet's Five and Dine. Each hour is uploaded. The Morning Jam eye-opener, which is all of our audio bits that we uh, that I put together for the, the intro of the show. You know, today was George Washington on this day. Delivered the first State of the Union address. Shortened to the point, not like what they've become. I said... You know, not too long after that, it became Kabuki Theater, especially when television came along. Richard Nixon rejected subpoenas from the Senate Watergate Committee on this date in history, seeking audio tapes and related documents. He apparently taped many things, but there was this strange 18-minute gap on one of those tapes. became famous during the Watergate hearings. And in 1983, the Eurythmics released their uh, break through second album, Sweet Dreams. Good song. Eurythmics. Boy, that is a fun name. I don't know where they got that from. Anyways, we do have another life hack that we're going to get to here. And uh, so let me cue up the music for you right now. 
Life Hack Thursday on the Morning Jam. Morning Jam. There we go. Had a few life hacks for you in the last hour. Kevin gave us one. This is a good one. Now, this is a visual one. You have to visualize this, this one here. So you've got a sink, and you're trying to get a bucket underneath it, your bathroom sink. And it's like, I can't get it under there. Okay, I can get it under there, but I can only fill it up like an eighth of the way. And what's the point? I might as well fill up a, you know, my little tin cup. <laughs> you take a clean, and, and emphasis on the word clean, a clean dustpan. Preferable plastic ones because they are just sort of like a deep dish, if you can have such a thing, a deep dish dustpan. And you put the rubber seal that you would normally put on the floor, you put that up against the uh, water faucet, the fixture itself. And then you lay it down and the handle is curved out of these plastic ones, the ones I'm seeing in this picture. And I have one just like this at the house. You lay the handle part on the opposite side where the overflow would be on the sink. You turn the water on. It fills the dustpan up. And then when it gets to that height, it shoots out the handle, therefore filling your bucket up, which is sitting on the floor. It's quite ingenious. I like it. I will try this one because there's sometimes that I need to have, you know, a bucket filled. And I don't feel like going downstairs to the laundry sink to do it. So this will be a new way. And, of course, my wife will say, like she does when I do the dishes, see that Noah showed up. Yep, he sure did. He tried a life hack that I heard on the morning jam. Huh. So try that one out. It be interesting to hear if it actually worked for you. One more segment before we end today's show. I want to thank everybody for listening. It's our January 4th edition. Janet Rose, my co-host, hopefully going to be back tomorrow. Say a prayer for her. She was not feeling well at all this morning. Texted me around 3.15. We'll see. Maybe we can remote her in if she's still a little bit under the weather tomorrow. We've done that before. Bring her in digitally. 8.46. The Morning Jam with Janet and Mark. We are the Virginia Talk Radio Network. Put it on your toast and on the radio at daybreak. The Morning Jam, 6 to 9 a.m. Okay, I've been having problems with the uh, toilet at the house. Wait a minute, Mark. What are you talking about? Well, it's another life hack. I'm not going to play the intro song. Uh, I learned this many, many years ago. And if my brother Jim is still listening, he'll remember Aunt Bunny. Uh, You can flush a toilet with a bucket of water. You don't have to pull the handle. You push the you take about a half a bucket of water and you can flush a toilet well i got to replace my toilet 
and uh, every now and then have to use the bucket to help it flush. So there is a life hack for you. Half a bucket of water. Do it carefully. Otherwise, it'll look like Noah showed up like it did at my house. But anyway, a bucket of water will will self-flush the toilet. And you can pull the handle if you want if it makes you feel better. But uh, anyway, there's another life hack for you. Uh, we usually go out of the show, and I'm doing other things while Janet is pulling up feel-good stories. We're going to make them all animal stories in, in honor of uh, my co-host, and, and I also love dogs. My wife and I have a two, and, and I guess this was a life hack that came into my life this time uh, 12 years ago, and that was my dog, Oliver. Little be known to me that I would be having open heart surgery in, in uh, just a couple of weeks. Um, brought this dog back from Florida. Even told my wife, how am I going to relate to this little you know six-pound dog? He became my little hero with my rehab. He was, and he stuck with me. I mean, when I think I'm going upstairs to, to go to bed, he goes and he run into the bedroom. He's so excited. And then I go, oh, I forgot to, you know, prepare my, my drink or my pills for in the morning. So he'll come back to the top of the steps and he'll just sit there and wait for me. Like, dude, I thought we were going. So Oliver, um, huge, um, therapy dog even though he's small he's huge in my heart anyway and uh, Oliver just came into our lives I guess 12 years ago uh, so he's I believe that makes him 13 anyway these stories are about dogs in Arlington Washington uh, state a hero dog changed his tune and alerted his owner to a fire consuming their neighbor's house it was 3 a.m. and a fire was quietly burning the workshop at a nearby North County home. Uh, Douglas Connor II was sleeping soundly in the house across the road when he was awakened by his dog, Lucy. Normally, I just yell at her and tell her to go to sleep, you know, said Connor, remembering a hundred instances of the dog barking previous nights. But he said this was a type of bark that he had never heard from Lucy. Loud, screaming type bark. It was totally different than her normal bark. I was totally, uh, you know, like, what's going on? It woke me and my wife up. Something was wrong. She's trying to tell us something. O'Connor's wife went to investigate the Australian Shepherd Labrador mix alarm <laughs> and saw fire out of the window. They called 911 and the firefighters arrived to contain and eventually kill off the blaze before it spread from the detached workshop to the home where everyone was asleep by the time the engine arrived. Firefighters said another 10 minutes that could have reached the house. So that was a uh, that was really scary, said O'Connor. The firefighters got to meet the furry early warning system who became a hit among the police and the firefighters. So Lucy's a beautiful dog. Um... There's, I, I believe that's part pity in there from what I can tell from the, from the looks. This other one is a golden retriever at, the, uh, at a zoo in India or Indiana. My bad. Sorry. A little dyslexic. At a zoo in India, Mama Golden Retriever has her paws as full as can be these days after looking after this huge litter of puppies. Half of them aren't hers. The, the, zoo ha the zoo had the unpa 
unhappy issue of an African painted dog who was the first time mom and wasn't displaying the level of care required to raise her litter of eight pups. The zoo canine team knew they had to act fast. The group wanted to use a surrogate mother because the African painted dog relies on social group uh, relies on the social group into which it was born. The Indiana Council for Animal Welfare connected to the zoo with a golden retriever named Cassie, who uh, just gave birth to a litter of her own. But even with Kathy, Cassie's love and attention, the litter of eight experienced some cases of failure to thrive, unfortunately. But some of them did thrive. Um, and there's it, a picture of the dog. Uh, with these other pups that weren't hers, just saying, come on, come on in for some loving. And uh, this happens on occasion. Uh, this particular golden retriever is a hero in, in my book. So another, another great dog story. This last one, um, it's a dog named Neo. Uh, this dog, poor pooch, had been at a shelter for over a year, more than 450 days and was part of an ongoing going animal abuse trial. I have to tell you, when my wife and I have worked with the Bedford Shelter, there have been times where several dogs will come into the shelter because of that kind of a situation. Maybe uh, the owner was involved in some type of a crime and these dogs end up there and, and, and they can't be placed until, you know, this case, whatever that case is, moves forward. That looks like that was the situation here for more than 450 days. Uh, this was an animal abuse trial, though. Not, it was a different kind of crime, unfortunately. Um, this particular dog, okay, it named Neo. Beautiful. It's just, it, you'd have to see its face. It's just so loving the way it smiles. Uh, this dog has, uh, it's a white dog. It's got b black spots around its eye. The manager for the life-saving program at Best Friends Pet Resource Center said uh, to meet the dog who had been through all of this uh, just immediately would trust you. And, and this lady said that was mind-blowing. Neo, Neo was the one that was like, oh my gosh, we're making a difference. Neo was a victim of severe animal abuse wasn't long after arriving at this particular center, though, that Neo started getting some love. And Neo was uh, attracted to certain people. And now Neo, because of his loving eyes, has found his forever home, which is great to see that happen. You know, some dogs can be rehabilitated. Some can't. And that's, that's unfortunate. My neighbor took a dog in. And it, and she was very patient. Uh, this dog, it took over a year of this dog being in her backyard before she could even get close enough to just like put her hand lightly on its head. But this particular uh, neighbor of mine was long suffering and the dog's name was Rex. Rex would even come up to our house. Uh, he would wander the neighborhood. Nobody knew who it belonged to, but eventually Rex landed about four houses down the street and lived his life out uh, with a loving owner. And you can be that uh, person as well. The shelters are usually running at capacity. 
And if you've got that in your heart, maybe you just want to foster for a little while. You can foster a dog. I didn't know that till just a few years ago. Maybe you would consider fostering one of these pets and trying to help rehabilitate it so it can go to its forever home. Well, thanks for being here. It is 8, 8.59, almost 9 o'clock. CBS News is next. Friday Funnies will be on the way tomorrow. And we'll see if uh, Janet's well enough to come in. Maybe we'll remote her in if she's up for it and can do this from the house. We've done this before, so it'll be an interesting adventure. Thanks for being here. Say a prayer for her. We'll see you on Friday. Make today awesome in the meantime.